This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I once went on a date, and the entire time he talked about Shrek and performed the script. <laughs> Topic to Like, how do you get to that about. point in your dating experience? You're like, you know what? I'm just going to be myself. I'm going to perform the whole what Shrek movie. him, like, before the date, like, getting ready? Like, I'm telling you, tonight's the night. This is your night. <laughs> You've been practicing so long for this. <laughs> Donkey! Donkey! <laughs> Take a breath. <sighs> hey guys, I'm Sydney Litwako, and welcome to Something to Share. Every Wednesday, I sit down with people you may have seen on your TV screens, experts in their fields, or just people I find inspirational so that they have a platform to dive into the things that they really want to talk about. We all have something to share, something that we're going through, and something that we need to hear. So let's get started. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. It is November, which means we have our honorary special guest straight off the press from People this week. (laughs) The very popular, the very exciting Nick Wiebe. Welcome back. Those last two words you used to describe me, the last two words, popular and uh, exciting. Would you agree? I think your followers would disagree. Adjectives? I think you have found your brand on social media, and it's very matter-of-fact, funny, and... Well, let's be clear. I wasn't looking for my brand (laughs) to begin with. I was trying to develop it for you. So what would you describe your brand as? Um, Non-existent. I mean, I... (laughs) I don't know. I... I don't need to have the presence on social media that you do. So yeah, I was never looking for my brand. It just fell into your lap. that means. What? It just fell into your lap. Yeah. So last week we went to Ben and Jess's wedding. It was in Nashville. And I was nervous for Nick secretly meeting all these bachelor people because I would think that normally someone meeting a bunch of people that are quote unquote well known or some people consider them famous or whatever you consider them or just in general popular people or people with big followings on social media. So I just didn't know because I know I get nervous meeting people like that. So I didn't know if he would have the same experience. Um, But you had almost the opposite experience of being nervous or concerned about meeting all these people. What was your mental state going into that wedding? Don't get me wrong. It's cool meeting those people because they were you know, they've, they've in some way been a part of your life in the past and you're, mm-hmm. you're still friends with them. And, you know, obviously they've been on TV and whatnot, but, um, for me, 
They just, I mean, they put their pants on the same way I do each morning. Yeah. They're just people. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of them were really cool. Like a lot of them were like, I think Chase and Ellie, like Mm -hmm. they They came up to us right away and like Chase introduced, they both introduced themselves to me right away. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of, a lot of those people are really, really down to earth and Mm -hmm. they're just people. Like it's, again, it's cool to meet them, but at the same time, I'm not going to like ask for an autograph or a picture like. Yeah. I think it's funny because I forget from being on the show that people watch it sometimes and you are reminded by it when other people from Bachelor Nation who watch the show come up and introduce themselves and you get to meet them. You get to see almost through their eyes how they view the people on the show. So I was almost expecting you to have a similar, not similar perception, but to have a layer of that, but you had none of that at all. No, (laughs) I mean, I realized that the way that people are depicted on TV is not necessarily how they are in real life like take thomas for example yeah like he didn't get such a great look on tv Mm -hmm. um there was some people who you know disliked whatever he did i didn't really pay that much of attention to the two seasons that he was on yeah um but one of the coolest dudes i've ever met i freaking love thomas yeah he's the man he's also enormous yeah, gigantic. We've talk, we, we've been told not not to talk about that, but I feel like you have to talk about you that. You can't not. And I, I felt so small <laughs> in his arms. He could cup you in his hands. Yeah, yeah. It's. I even went up to him and I was like, I now I get why you brought up on Paradise how tall you were multiple times, and they edited it together. Yes, but I would feel the need to explain that to people as well because you're almost you almost lose your breath when you see him at first because it's like looking at a a tall mountain. And like looking over the edge, you yeah, it's I, can, I don't have words to describe how tall that man is. And I used to dance for NBA players, and it did, he felt even larger oh, than let's them. Clear that up. <laughs> she was a dancer, dancer on for an, an NBA team. A, <laughs> she was part of the dance team. Jesus, <laughs> wording is important. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, it, you know, if I was on that show, which I would never do, because I would probably. I wouldn't. I would not do well on that. I would not do well in there. But if I was, I'm assuming that you know they're only going to tell half of my story too, Mm -hmm. and people are going to feel a certain way about me one way or the other, um, and I'm not going to have the chance to defend myself so or change their mind. So for me, it's important whenever I meet somebody like that who I've seen in a different light other than the real world. Mm -hmm. Like you can't have. You can't have feelings towards them one way or the other before you meet them. Yeah. Because that's not real what you see on TV. Yeah, you're giving everyone a fair shot, which I appreciate. But yeah, Thomas was awesome. Yeah, he's a good dude. I like him a lot. I think Becca was really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Blake, I mean. Blake's awesome, yeah. Yeah. Another guy that didn't get such a great – what? Blake, yeah. Well, Blake had ups and downs with his edits. Like he was the top of the mountain – by paradise, he was at the bottom. Now he's kind of just chilling and doing his own thing. Yeah, I mean he's he's a good dude. Uh, yeah. yeah, Derek was hilarious. Hilarious. Derek was Derek was uh, doing his own personal bourbon tasting. Yeah, in the I was corner for of the it. bar. I was yeah. all for it. He was like, "Now you got to try this one," and that's why you were um, throwing up the next morning. We think. Okay, well, we can edit that out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was calling dinosaurs at 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. whenever we left. We were not well the next day. And what's funny, I think we made it till around 
almost 10 o'clock and the, the buses were supposed to take us back to the hotels at 1030. But you and I were like, we're not going to make it. That we far. fought till like mid fourth quarter. Yeah. And then. And I said, I'm already ordered an Uber. We're leaving. The drinks, the liquor drinks, just put the full court press on. They were flowing. We had to shut it down. <laughs> we wouldn't have left the estates if we had stayed any longer. I don't think we would have been asleep somewhere. Yeah. Sleep in their like pontoon that they left the wedding in. Something yeah. would have been they weird. They would have found us the next morning yeah. <laughs> or whenever they got off of it. <laughs> Anyways, so that was the wedding. I wanted to give I wanted to give a little recap from his perspective because I did use your quote last week in the intro the that everyone puts their pants on the same. Oh, plagiarism. Awesome. <laughs> I thought it was helpful no, and I, I wanted to share it. So thank you for that, Nick. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get into a bunch of holiday stuff today. And I also realize this time of the year is considered cuffing season. Have you ever heard that term before? I have. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we're cuffed together for life. Uh, are we? Because <laughs> I don't you still have I've a chance to run. Yet. Uh, anyway, I was going to try and <laughs> weasel my way in there. But yes, it is cuffing season. So I also wanted to do funny date stories. And since you both and you and I are out of the game, and I've had quite a few dating coaches on the podcast lately, and I feel like almost that experience is a little bit removed from me now that we are in a healthy, committed relationship. You tend to forget all the shitty dates that you had, um, but it just takes a few topics and some of your submissions like this to bring it all back. So we're going to go through those, and at the end, we're going to share some funny holiday stories. So before we do, um, it's Thanksgiving this week. My parents are visiting. This will be the first time that your parents and my parents meet. Mm-hmm. Scale of one to 10, how are you feeling about it? Honestly, my parents are a lot cooler than I am. True. Like a lot nicer, mm-hmm. a lot more welcoming, mm-hmm. uh, have a cooler house. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not that nervous. Good. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not nervous. Are you? No, I think it's going to be awesome. And I think it's kind of that last little bit that we need before we take some next steps. Fingers crossed. You know. Well, you keep talking about it. It's not going to happen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Digging my hole. Out of spite. Um, so this time, around this time last year, it was New Year's Day. You, <laughs> We were hungover again. And you said to me, I hope that our parents get to meet in the New Year. That was like your main resolution mm-hmm. if you make those um, like a buzzer beater yeah we're almost to new year so yeah, we're almost to the end <laughs> of the year and you're like, right, let's get this yeah so they're, they're meeting um so yeah i'm not nervous i think it's going to be great they're staying with us so today we spent the entire day scraping the house clean he was just putting blinds up before uh we got on this podcast i was scrubbing both of the tubs with a toothbrush we're doing the most to prepare for this yeah but I think it's really – it should be a very fun endeavor. And I don't think we've had enough time necessarily to spend with my parents and you. So I think that'll be great. And then they have never been to Cincinnati to visit before. Well, they've – They've been, but not with us. Yeah. And this was like – It's a been long, a while, yeah. Yeah. So we get to take – I get to go to all the hot spots in Cincinnati. So stay tuned for that. I'm really excited. Are you, have you prepared any um, things that you want to ask them or tell them? No. No? Okay. They're enjoying themselves, and yeah, obviously, I'm I'm not going to prepare for that. Okay, I'm just going to wing that one. Mm-hmm. So it is happening. Maybe we're talking about two different things. But. <laughs> hey, it's. 
It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I want to do one more little segment before we jump into your dates. What is the most elite Thanksgiving dish? You got to pick one as your MVP. What would it be? Turkey could be included in that. I feel like turkey is kind of nothing tops ter- turkey. So that would be your MVP. No, I'm saying like I feel like you have to pick something else. Like mm-hmm. that's an obvious. Some people just only like the sides. <laughs> Those people <laughs> are called communists <laughs> or vegetarians. Or vegetarians. I mean, whatever. I would say outside of turkey because that's an obvious number okay. one for me at least. Um, I would say stuffing. Mm. Stuffing's so good. It is. You can't That's go wrong with stuffing. Cranberry sauce? Ugh. Okay. I could live without it. I know. Some people don't like it, but... It's gross. Um, mine is sweet potatoes. But every year, one staple that we did have was rice every Thanksgiving. We come from a half-Asian family, so rice was the go-to as one of the sides. Have you ever had rice with gravy and turkey? Um, I've had rice with gravy and pork. Oh, so it's kind of the same thing. The best. Honestly, the best hangover meal you'll ever have. Rice with turkey gravy, something like that. Or actually, I've had rice. I'm sorry to cut you off. Rice (laughs) with gravy and steak. Mm, mm. It's actually really good. So, yeah. So that usually was our staple. We would always forget until the last minute. My brother would get pissed because that's his like one thing. He would. He only eats the turkey, the corn, gravy, and rice. So he just eats a bunch of carbs and turkey. <laughs> the bare bones. The bare bones of the Thanksgiving. Okay, so let's get into this. These dating stories. It's cuffing season. I hope that you guys are finding your loved ones out there. But I'm excited to hear your funny stories. Would you like to do most most of the reading, Nick? Sure. Okay. I was tipsy when he showed up at my house for our first date. I demanded to make him a frozen pizza for dinner while drinking more vodka. I ended up getting lost in my own house for 20 minutes. How big's your house? Then proceeded to sleep naked and upside down because you're not getting any dude. We have been married for three years now. Wow. I would not recommend pre-gaming with vodka or liquor uh, for first dates. 
So you get yourself into a, a situation. Some of sounds like a hostage situation. <laughs> you trapped him at your in yeah. your own house. Yeah, you just get so drunk, and then when you get so drunk, because you haven't eaten yet, and you're too nervous to eat even on the date, so then you're never you're you're starting from behind, and then you get to the end of the date and you make poor decisions. I mean, I wouldn't like say this is poor. <laughs> uh, frozen pizza, you can't top that when you're drunk. Uh, more vodka probably wasn't the best move. Yeah, I'm still hung up on how you get lost in your house for 20 minutes. That's <laughs> where, yeah, where you better have you? moved in like an hour before the date. <laughs> Um, I appreciate that she slept up upside down and naked and said, you're not getting any dude. She was like cl- setting sh- clear boundaries on the state. Uh, naked would probably <laughs> not be a clear boundary. That's more of like a. Uh, Why is it when you're d- drunk, you always end up naked? Like, what is it about being drunk? And, you know, your friends always end up naked. Like, It's what probably it? easier to take everything <laughs> off than to like <laughs> be selective about what stays on. I guess that's what it is. But anytime like a friend would pass out at a party, they would always be naked. I don't know what parties you went to. That's not sleepover parties. What? <laughs> You'd go on vacation and everyone's there in the same house. Yeah, I. Your friends never w- woke up naked. No, we usually went to bed fully clothed. Woke <laughs> My up. My one fully friend clothed. was. We had a party at like a friend's parents' house, and they were like the stepmom was some, so she didn't care. And one, this one kid, I won't name his name, but he was always the one that would end up doing something really dumb at a party. He woke up butt-ass naked in the middle of the kitchen, and the stepmom found him the next day and was like, hey, <laughs> what are you doing mm. butt-ass naked? I have secondhand anxiety from that. <laughs> There's always that guy, and they're good to keep around. I set up a Bumble date that, to be honest, I hadn't really chatted with all that much beforehand. I showed up, and if it wasn't for him approaching my car before I even had time to park, I probably would have bolted. He was definitely a skinny version of the buff guy he posted pictures of. And the fact that he approached my car was a bit cringy. We go inside and sit at the bar top table where at one point he grabs my chair with me sitting in it and pulls it closer to him. Uh, Not good. Uh, We had chatted about dogs and I believe it was around this point. He mentions he bought, he brought his six month old puppy with him and he left him in the car. Who does this? He had mentioned that at some point before the end of the night that he wanted to show me his dog's tricks. Okay, sounds like... Was it a van? Was it a white van? Uh, okay, cool, whatever. After leaving the restaurant, he insisted on me going with him to the store to get dog food. I tried unsuccessfully at making excuses to go home, but eventually agreed out of pity. I thought to myself, if it came to it, I could take him. <laughs> While trying to grab my hand unsuccessfully, he then drove me against my will to his apartment to show me his dog's tricks. Not surprisingly, his dogs didn't even know any tricks. <laughs> I'm standing at the door asking to be driven back to my car and my disinterest is blatantly apparent at this point, but he decided to give the, the old call to try. He is on his couch with both arms stretched out to each side, motions with his hands and says, why don't you come here and give me a hug? 10 out of 10 cringeworthy and I still cry on the inside thinking of that date. On the bright side, I did get driven back to my car. Thank God. I don't miss weird dudes. I mean, I have so many things to say about this. Let's start. Uh, Where do we start? Don't grab somebody's chair you just met and pull it closer (laughs) to you. This isn't an interrogation. (laughs) Just he like used the dog as a as a way to get her to the apartment. Like he had already planned on using that as a way to get her over. In my day, I remember anytime any guy would like on the first few dates would ask me to hang out. They would always pick a restaurant directly by their apartment. 
their apartment was either upstairs or next door. It was always close by. So that ev- the goal essentially was always to get you to go to the apartment. I don't like that. No. Also, why was the puppy in your car? Yeah. I don't like that at all. I thought the puppy was in the car, but then you had to go all the way home to see the tricks. We couldn't do the tricks in the parking lot. Yeah. If this dog is so talented, (laughs) you should be able to do the tricks on the spot. Performance should happen anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. This is not a good scenario. This this He was like trying every single thing he could to get you over there. And then his moves are garbage. Just like sitting there like he's a prize on the couch with both of his arms stretched out. Why don't you come over here and give me a hug? It sounds like a creepy uncle. Yeah. (laughs) Come sit on my lap. Yeah. Gosh. Sit on my knee and we bounce you up. I can't and down. even look at this story anymore. <laughs> I'm just glad you, you made, made it out okay. So this is a screenshot of a Tinder or Bumble message that someone sent someone. I need to tell you something that will surely have you unmatch me. I kind of wanted to establish a report. He says report, but he thinks I think Reporter. he means rapport. <laughs> Before letting you know, I mean that should be a red flag. Number one, you don't know how to talk. I am currently married. My wife came out to me as a bisexual a year ago. And I slash we decided she should explore that. So we lived together as friends. We agreed to allow each other to meet people and establish connections. If this is way too crazy for you, also the wrong two, sorry, had to bring it up. (laughs) And trust me, I understand. I wouldn't know how to take it if somebody told me this. Either way, I think you are very attractive and share many hobbies as you. I would love to take you out on dates or engage as friends. If this is too much, again, I understand. That's a fairy tale romance right there i want to build a report with you what kind of report are we building <laughs> we're, we're pulling <laughs> what up are a we reporting on <laughs> chivalry is not dead folks yeah you know what if the whole thing with his wife is true but i do appreciate the upfront honesty sometimes that is refreshing uh i also think this guy just kind of doesn't know what to do with his life at this point yeah. probably pretty lonely based off of the fact that he said i would love to take you on dates or engage as friends. Like that's, Engage is the word that I'm stuck on. Yeah, I mean, I just feel bad for this guy. Yeah. I, I don't He's feel... He's also super weird, but yeah. yeah. I don't. I'm sorry that it happened to you, but <laughs> I guess there's worse things that could happen. At least he was nice about it. Yeah. He wasn't, you know... It's nice to know this now instead of, instead of down the road after you had a couple dates. Yeah. That he's married and he doesn't know how to write words. He doesn't know how to spell. I appreciate the honesty. It is super weird, though. I would definitely not go on a date with him. But Do you want this one? This is an easy one. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> oh, now I'm nervous. Dated for six months, dumped out of nowhere, then saw on Facebook that he got married. So he had a girlfriend or a fiance, at least, at the time. Because you usually don't get married that quickly. Dated for six months. That's half of a year. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> I Watch would be out, so mad. But the thing in this situation, I would have to like actively stop myself from not talking to the wife. Um, you can't, you know, because like you, you'd want months, her to know. Six months is a long time. But um, then you don't want to like get involved in someone's marriage. But you also just got very hurt by this person, I'm sure. Yeah, I think six months is long enough to say something. Yeah, I'm saying if it's like a, a month or two months, yeah. it's like. Uh, I don't even really know this guy. Mm-hmm. Do I want to? Do I want to be the one that breaks up this marriage? Even though it's his fault, one hundred percent. Yeah. But at that point, you're just kind of like, what? Like yeah. you're not butthurt about it, right? It's you're not that upset about the breakup. It was just kind of like a weird thing that happened. But six months is a long time. Like you, you genuinely get to know somebody in six months. Yeah, there's no way that. I mean, I doubt that if they were on a break right before they got married. It's very suspect. Yeah. 
I would, I would actively have to stop myself from saying something. Unless they had some sort of agreement to where it was yeah. like, all right, six months until we're married, the last six months of our engagement, you have basically a hall pass, a six month yeah. hall pass. <laughs> like we want to make sure that this is exactly what we want to do for the that would be a lives. really interesting scenario. No, we wouldn't. <laughs> we're not doing it. <laughs> Just kidding. What would you do in this situation? Would you, if you say if this happened to you and some girl got married while you were just dating her and she dumped you all of a sudden, would you tell the future, the husband? No. You wouldn't say anything? No. I'll I almost, tell you why. Okay. <laughs> because she's going to do it again, or in this case, he's going to do it again. Yeah. And that person that they're with, in my opinion, is probably probably, probably already knows. And if that's the person they choose to live their, live their life with, then they're just as bad. Like, if you're just going to let it happen, it's all you. Like, you two be miserable together. I'm not going to ruin that. Yeah. And then sometimes I'm like, I don't even want to bring my energy into this relationship because it's only going to be more work. I feel like once you tell them, she's going to want, like, facts and all these things. I yeah. Just, she's going to call like, you a liar. Yeah. It's just, like, almost not it's worth like it. It's, like, not even worth it. They could be miserable together. Yeah. Get to first date. He hugs me and starts to leave. Then he tells me off because he didn't like my tone. So, and like, they me. just met and he essentially leaves after hugging her because he didn't like her tone, <laughs> which is like he was, like, looking for a reason to leave, essentially. Sounds like a very unstable individual. <laughs> yeah. And I would I would let them leave. <laughs> I wouldn't even think about it. Um, and I don't mean to make light of the situation because this dude could be going through some stuff. Yeah, doesn't sound like a stable person. It sounds like he had a very specific list of, for the type of girl he wanted. And he was like, eh, tones off, bye. <laughs> He's like setting clear boundaries. This is excessive. We like, we want to have the things that we want in a relationship, but we don't mean like this. We have a little bit more of an open mind. Yeah. Sounds like he was just trying to get out of it immediately. Yeah. <laughs> on a dinner date, the guy took a nap on the table and didn't wake up until the food arrives. <laughs> um... I don't see an issue here. It sounds like uh, on the table. That sounds like somebody who is working at peak performance. <laughs> they literally only eat and sleep. They're like Dixie. No, that's that's it. That's an alpha. That is what an alpha is. Like, what would you do? Would you just like wake them up or don't wake a sleeping male? I'll tell you that. What are the what are the what do most predators in the wild do? When they're not eating. They're sleeping. They're sleeping. <laughs> I have no issues with this. Next slide. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That is actually really weird. It's um, really weird, but super funny. Yeah. I mean, I would, I don't know what I would do in this but situation. He has like narcolepsy or something. Fred has that. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> you would think though. Yeah. My dad can literally fall asleep. It's impressive. You're turning into your Standing up. I just, that's hilarious. On a first actual date... The waitress came up to the table and asked if we were celebrating anything. I, without hesitation, said, it's our 10-year anniversary, then tried to laugh it off. Nope. And then she brought us champagne. Thank you for this advice. Yeah. I'm going to use it in future well, endeavors. Way to think on your toes. Yeah. That's how you get free champagne. Perfect. There was a dance competition in the same place every year that we'd go to. And there was this one Applebee's we would always hit up because there was this guy that would do performances at the Applebee's. So if you told him it was your birthday, he would give you a full performance. I mean, he would bring out like toilet paper. He would wear different costumes. It was a whole thing. So every year we said it was one of our birthdays because we just wanted that performance. We did this for like four years. He was always there. So we didn't change jobs. Sounds like a... <laughs> but it was a good time. Um, 
yeah, now I know. We're going to say it's our 10-year anniversary and get free champagne. These are the type of people that I like to surround myself (laughs) with. I like older guys. Matched online. Guy showed up. It was my math teacher from high school. Um, (laughs) Did you not look at pictures? Yeah. Because I don't know. I don't know how this happens. Unless there's like it's a blind. Yeah, unless it's a blind app, which I don't think they actually have those. Never heard of such app. I could see how you couldn't recognize him. Maybe he was he looked very different in school than he did outside of school. Maybe he like took his glasses off and like let his hair down. Yeah. And you've aged a little bit. I feel like he knew who you were. He was hoping it was all good. I'm gonna lead it, need a little bit more uh context. Yeah, just we might throw some more one, info. We're gonna throw this one up on Instagram, see if we can get some more info out of it. Because this seems like a mistake on everyone's part. Like <laughs> Or, Unless you just can't see what the other person looks like, or they have they do they have fake pictures? Like we're yeah. gonna need some need some Cat more info fishing. on this one. We're gonna I throw this one on. Can't comment on this one yet. Did you ever have any crushes on your teachers in high school? Um, no, my teachers just had crushes on me though. Are you serious? It's <laughs> like yeah, that's disgusting. Um, I remember when I was in the third grade, I had a crush on our. Like teacher's assistant, like our student teacher. That's what okay. it was. Yeah. What was her she name? She was so sweet to me. What? What was her name? I honestly can't remember. <laughs> well, then she... <laughs> oh, yeah? You can't remember? <laughs> no, she was just... I was a very nervous kid when I was little, like just very timid. Um, like when I was like real little, like in second, third, fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember this woman, this woman she was a girl now that i look back on yeah. now that i'm 30 she's probably like even younger than us right now oh yeah she was probably yeah. like in her early 20s she was just really sweet to me like very nice always kept my mom like updated on how i was doing and she was cool you fell in love with her i did is that your first love i'm pretty sure the girl from frosty snowman was my first love oh little blonde cartoon the cartoon yeah okay yeah cute not a proud man we all remember our first I'm flying to NYC tomorrow to sleep with my high school crush. Seen him two times in 18 years. Could be fun. This is exciting. I hope it goes well. I, I mean, hope the chemistry lines up in person if you catch my drift. This is like the, one of those things that you probably have like built up in your mind for years. That's years. what's going to make it bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. If it is, If it does go bad, I would say try again. Because if you really had a crush, if you both had a crush on each other and there's all this pent up waiting for the moment, it tends to end up not being so good or just at least awkward, you know? And then usually people write that off as like, we don't have chemistry. It's not, or the sex was bad. I feel like it can get better, you know? Wear your Letterman's jackets. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's really bring bring it back to the- Bring it back to to the the moment of high school when you met. I really hope it went well for you. But she's flying all the way to NYC. Yeah, so you're you like, fly? you're. Pr- I mean, I flew it's to you. I mean, I flew to you. High school crash. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. grown ass man. <laughs> I think it's gonna be fun. But I, again, if it doesn't, if it's not everything you thought it was gonna be right away, at least try a couple more times. See if you can work on the chemistry. I had a man cry on a first date. Another guy talked about his micro penis the whole first date. So one first date, a man cried. The other first date, the guy just kept talking about his micro penis. So let's Two start things with- I would never do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you know how like sometimes they tell you to own your insecurities, to like put them, throw them out there so you're not thinking about them? I think that's what this man was trying to do. He's like, listen, I know this is what I got, but 
I'm going to own them. I was even yeah. watching the Kardashians yesterday. And before every photo shoot, she would tell everyone because she's very um, insecure about her psoriasis. So every time she had a new photo shoot, she would tell the photographer that she had psoriasis and she's like uncomfortable about it. So maybe this is him being like, hey, I've got a micro penis. And because the worst thing is finding out. I think that's every girl's biggest fear is getting to that moment and realizing it's a micro penis. Okay. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The first one, unless he took a very tragic phone call in the middle of your date. No reason to cry. And received some terrible news. Don't cry. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> having a micro penis is not an insecurity that you reveal on a first date. Like we're not talking about, oh, I'm married to my work or, you know, sometimes I care too much. <laughs> like you went straight for micro penis. I think if you have a micro penis or you have a absolute hog between your legs you don't talk about it on the first date or he's just like hey listen this usually turns people off i'm just gonna lay it out here so we don't have to get feelings involved before you realize i have a micro penis i don't like it <laughs> i don't like it at all. there's things that you don't talk about at a dinner table and one of those is micro penises i mean That's a good let's list. put it on the flip side if a girl was like i have an oversized <laughs> i have a wide set vagina and a heavy flow I'd be like, okay, um, Check. listen, <laughs> I'm so sorry that you thought that I'm the type of person that you would be okay to reveal that to, but I'm not, not right now. So yeah, I, see ya. Let's work up to these conversations, I guess. Okay. My husband on our third date ate an extra large bag of popcorn and tons of butter at the movies and didn't really talk the whole time. He drove me home. I thought he didn't like me. I was getting ready to just pass on him, but later on, turns out he told me he just had to hold in farts and needed to go to the bathroom. That whole drive home, LOL, made me love him even more. I'm glad I stuck with him. That's such a romantic story. <laughs> I mean, if you're a guy out there listening, you can relate to this. Every single guy. Probably every girl, too, because yeah. girls fart. Everybody no. poops. <laughs> Especially in a car, you really have to hold it. Like, you can't even, like, waft it away because you're in the car, and she'll know if you fart. It's, like, one or two. You, can't uh, you, be, have like, to, like, you have to, like, open a window and just light up a cigarette. Cigarette. <laughs> a cigarette. That's the only way you're getting out of that. Yeah. And that's not a good look. Come At on. least she found it endearing after all of that. God, I've been there so many times. <laughs> I, just, I still am there. Yeah, well, sometimes... I'll have to walk out of meetings sometimes and just be like, I literally can't deal with the pain that's happening in my midsection right now. We need to get you on a better diet plan. No, I'm. my diet is... It consists it of cinnamon raisin bagels, bananas, and s'mores, chobani, flip cups, yogurts. That's his diet. He could eat that every single day for every single meal and be fine. And a five-hour energy here and there. So your body's made up of chemicals, essentially. Everybody's body's made up of chemicals. Okay. Look what you do to get ready every day. You're right. I try to use organic products, but... Okay. This is no free ads. So. <laughs> oh, I was going to say one more thing. You would send videos of to your friends after leaving an establishment of like a five-minute long fart. I have one do you on have my it on? phone. Let's pull it up. <laughs> pull it up. Please pull it up. You guys can hear it. No, you, you got to hear it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. 
That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Oh, so we found it. Hold it up to the microphone. You can show it too. No. Oh. This is Nick's video he sent to his friends. You oh, said shoot. that you showed me that one time. And I was like, "Was that a fake fart?" <laughs> you know, that came out of my body. Uh, so this is my boyfriend. Everyone, disgusting. I once went on a date, and the entire time he talked about Shrek and performed the script. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you could do this. But performed, uh, performed, like kept saying the lines of the movie. <laughs> uh, what a great what visual. A, like, uh, <laughs> just like a, not a good like hobby or like topic to like. How do you get to that about. point in your dating experience? You're like, you know what? I'm just gonna be myself. And I'm gonna perform the whole what Shrek about movie. Him like before the date, like getting ready. Like I'm telling you, tonight's the night. This is your night. <laughs> You've been practicing so long for this. <laughs> Donkey. Morning. <laughs> I'm making waffles. Oh, that's amazing. One time a guy took me on a date to Sam's Club for samples, but it wasn't the right day. Uh, that's a cute first date. You don't come back from the what? <laughs> My bar is so low. I mean, it better have been in quarantine and that it was the only. <laughs> they took the samples away during the... quarantine. Well, there you go. Why are you doing this? <laughs> you did say you were going to take me on a date to Walmart once. I because hope was that joke. was the only thing open and it was a joke and it worked because you moved in with me. Again, my bar is very low. That's hilarious. Okay, if you're going to do this, you're going to have to have a really romantic other section in the day because this could be fun because I do love trying samples. Um, but they do make things like wine tasting, other things where you can try samples of the things and it doesn't include a Sam's Club. Homeboy drank his drink without ever using his hands. Hands stayed on lap the whole time. <laughs> this is I love this. Um, you got to keep your hands free in case of attack. Is that really what the strategy is? Yeah. You you think about that right? Yeah, I'm not going to have my hands on a drink when I'm getting attacked from behind. Do you guys go into establishments and think 100%. really like how if I were to be attacked in this situation, 100%. what would I, I do? I don't sit with my back to the door. Okay. I'm constantly. Checking my surroundings. Everyone who walks by gets an ocular pat down. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh all you want, but we haven't encountered any We're safe because attacks. of you. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, you would think girls would do that more. I just personally never think of those things. <laughs> no, we're a little bit more vulnerable to attacks. This is actually hilarious. I've like, never thought of this. Just ever. think of this dude like a four-year-old just. sitting. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. They say it's not attractive for guys to use straws. Maybe he has wooden hands like uh, Bubba from uh, 
Happy Gilmore. Maybe. Maybe. Or Ch- Bubba. Chubbs. I'm sorry. I'm Chubbs from Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Like he just has two wooden hands. <laughs> well, Chubbs only had one wooden hand, but you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Maybe his hands didn't work. I wonder. So he probably used a straw, right? He wasn't like trying to pick it up with his mouth. I think it's even <laughs> more awesome if it didn't, if he didn't use a he straw. He was just like biting it. He just sounds like he's really bored. I've noticed them lately on TikTok. It's been a theme of people just trying stupid things on dates because they're just so over it that they're like I had a girl or I saw a video of a girl. She was just reciting like lines of high school musical to this guy the entire date. Like and she videotaped it, but he had no idea what was going on. So she was just speaking in high school musical quotes. I mean, if you get that bored, a guy told me he really liked sex without condoms the first time I met him. To be wouldn't, honest, wouldn't be my first. Strategy, <laughs> if I had a quarter but... every time I heard that, <laughs> uh, she'd be broke. Hopefully, is what I think you were going with. Yeah, that. totally, totally. <laughs> Next, had a dental procedure done the same day as a date. My face was numb the entire time. Hmm. See, I left this one on here because one time a guy ghosted me, and his excuse was that he had a dental emergency, and I never heard from him again. So I think he might have died from the dental surgery. Complications? Yeah. yeah, from the dental surgery. I think that's my my theory of what happened. Because no one would ever ghost me like that. Never. Right? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> well, Hopefully you at least told him beforehand. Yeah, like, when you're like, cheek is hanging. I'm not stroking out. I literally <laughs> went to the dentist. Um, yeah, at least you still showed up for the date. Mine didn't give me that courtesy. He borrowed his grandma's car so we could park in the handicapped spots. Questionable. It smelled like an old lady and he got a ticket. There was not a second date. Oh, <laughs> well. Doesn't sound like a stand-up a citizen. Yeah. Yeah. That's really funny, though. He was just like, I just really feel, don't feel like walking that far. I thought that was going to be like the selling point. Yeah. Like, we can park a little bit closer. Yeah. She's going to like me. I mean, maybe if you're trying to go to like a concert and it's really far away. I don't. I can't think of like a reasoning why you couldn't walk like four feet to a restaurant. Yeah. Okay, that is the end of our dating stories. Nick, can you recall any of your horrible dating stories to share with the class? Okay. I don't personally have any uh, horrible dating stories. I'm sure that any girls that I took out could... I'm probably the subject of some other horrible dating stories. But mm-hmm. I can tell you about one of my brothers. Oh, great. Yeah. So my one. brother was dating a girl in college... And I think it was like their first date and he was struck by a vehicle. And I, have I talked about, we I think talked we've talked about this, about this on a, on on a different. On the Halloween one because someone got hit by a car or something. Yeah. So he basically rolled up the hood of a SUV, um, hurt his ankle, but other than that, he was fine. And absolutely hilarious <laughs> story. Did he continue on the date? Um, I don't think, I think he had to go to the hospital. <laughs> well, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't think he broke his ankle, but I think it was. He got, I mean, he got hit by an SUV. It wasn't going 45, but it wasn't rolling. I mean, it was. Very smooth of Kevin, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, mine, I feel like any bad dating stories I've already shared. And from talking to all these dating coaches, I've realized that I didn't go on so great of dates <laughs> back in my day. So, you know, put this, put the bar higher for yourselves, guys. Let's Let's have high standards. Don't be like me dating in New York City. It was not good. So thank you for those stories. Those were very fun for me. <clears throat> we're going to get to some holiday-related stories and share those. Nick? We all thought my aunt 
got a boob job. We were discussing it in the kitchen and my five-year-old cousin heard us talking about it and literally as loud as possible asked her if her titties were new. I love that he used titties. I mean, someone had to ask. We were all, everyone was asking it. Yeah, he did leave, you guys a favor. Leave it to the kid to yeah, get he's directly. Like, you know, screw this conversation. I'm just going to ask. That's why kids are awesome. They don't yeah. beat around the bush. <laughs> If there is information that is needed, they're mm-hmm. going to get it. They're going to get an answer. Yeah. They're going to get to the bottom of it immediately. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure now we all know the answer because I'm sure she that was funny enough. I would admit it to a child. Yeah. We're going to need to follow up on that. Yeah. When I was living in Austria, my then boyfriend, now fiance, so it ends well, came to visit me for Christmas. I hadn't seen him in several months. Took him to one of my favorite restaurants and we got the worst food poisoning. We were cuddling on the couch, watching a movie on Christmas, both feeling god awful and unable to move. And I shit myself in my PJs. I was just so, so sick and it was so, so, so embarrassing. Thankfully, both got healthy. He didn't hold it against me and he never brings it up. And we ended up having a great New Year's Eve in Prague. 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 Whatever. I'm a smart boy. <laughs> this is so smart. Um, this is one of those make or break things. You know, what? either the, shitting yourself is one of those make or break things. It either brings you closer because you have this bonding experience. Oh. You're both shitting yourselves, or it's like that girl shit herself on my couch. I'm not into it. Yeah. You know? Luckily, we have not had to deal with shits. Yet. We have not dealt with food poisoning yet, and I feel like it's coming. <laughs> I had food poisoning, I think it was two years ago, maybe three years ago. Yeah. And straight up thought that I was going to die on my bathroom floor. That is the worst. Pain. Like you literally are like welcoming death at that point. Cause you're in so much pain. Man, I, I've welcomed death. <laughs> <laughs> if you're familiar with my neck story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the second time that I was like, Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah. Cause I, oh, I am in the hurt locker. Yeah. I was You're like praying to God, like take this away or just let it end. Well, I'll, I'll just say this. It was coming out of multiple. Yeah. When you don't exits. know which end to put on the toilet is that's when you know you've, yeah. you've gone around. I had my, the, the shower curtain around <laughs> the back of my head and my ass in okay. the toilet seat. <laughs> Clearly it worked out. Now they're engaged. Good for them. So here's my funny holiday story. I'm a huge animal lover and do a lot of pet sitting as side as a side hustle. It's Christmas time. All one word. Not sure why, but that's fine. Maybe Instagram corrected. <laughs> I would <laughs> drop in on my friend's black labs to walk them and burn off their extra puppy energy. Sounds easy enough, right? After about an hour of running and playing, I take the dogs inside where one of them proceeds to knock over their eight foot live Christmas tree. That's fully decorated. Then I proceed to try and stand their tree up, which is really difficult considering it had an uneven, it had an uneven stump. And the fact that the tree was huge, their dog was their dog that knocked over the tree was having a great time thinking we were playing and came to help and pulled the tree down once more. Like most people, my friends have cameras in their house. Got to get that footage. So I'm just imagining them sitting at work, watching this whole debacle. I eventually managed to get to the tree, get the tree stood up and then have to redecorate it. Considering almost all of the ornaments had fallen off and the lights on the tree were a mess. Then I had to go to a, then I had to go and locate all the ornaments that had been carried off by their dog who really should have, should take up being a lumberjack as a profession. During the whole thing, their other two dogs literally sat in horror behind a wall, peeking their heads out occasionally because of all the commotion. The whole thing made me and my friends laugh so hard, but all in all is 10 out of 10 for a good story. 
I freaking love dogs. There's pictures too. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! It awesome. looks like the you know like the Grinch when he steals the tree. That's what the tree looks like essentially. It's like taken down, being wrapped up, pulled through the chimney. So funny. Think, that thing looks like it wasn't chopped down. Like they literally, it was uprooted and they just put it in their living room. <laughs> and they Am dragged I it. This correctly? <laughs> Do you see what I'm looking at right here? Oh yeah. I think it's like wrap. <laughs> yeah. It looks like someone you guys just, just yanked, yanked this out, of the, it out of the ground. And we're like, okay. This will do. It stood up in the ground. It'll stand up in the living room. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why it was so easy to fall over. Dixie doesn't really mess around with the tree. She doesn't care. No. She doesn't care about a lot of things unless it smells or looks like it could be food. Yeah. And she'll eat almost anything. If you're near the kitchen and you drop something that, for example, is like AirPods, she'll try and eat them because she thinks it's coming from the kitchen. She also whittles <laughs> her bones down to prison shanks. One day she's just going to stab us. So this is what they bones. all look like, too. She's got backups. <laughs> at my boyfriend's at the time house and his mom choked on a piece of prime rib, she got up and knocked his sister out of the, her chair and sent the food flying. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, this is fight or flight. Yeah. Like, literally. Yeah, I. I'm glad. She's I don't okay. care if it's the Pope sitting <laughs> next to me. If if it's between me living and dying, somebody's getting knocked out. <laughs> it's just that is the scariest thing when someone starts choking because everyone's just like, "Oh God, what do we do?" My uh, brother Heimlich. Yeah, well, obviously, my grandpa. One time, my brother choked on because we started eating steak at a very young age. As soon as we could start chewing, pretty much, and he was chewing on a piece of steak and swallowed it hole and he had to like do the hook to get it out of his throat my brother would choke on a lot of things because he just they make these things now maybe they've the suction cups them. Yeah. right i'm not sure if those are new or not but fascinating you yeah. just it's like a plunger for your mouth and you put it over your mouth and you can just like suction it out of the, if you, for like younger kids if they're choking it's essentially for toddlers or people who <clears throat> don't chew their food all the way before yeah. they swallow it so yeah because there is different ways that for the Heimlich, it's different on a baby. Yeah. You got to flip them over. Are you uh, certified? I was, yeah. Me too. Yeah. I learned that in so babysitter you, club class. You can rest <laughs> easy with me around. <laughs> my boyfriend at the time bought my parents, who are overweight, obesity foundation mugs. Oh, my. What a bold move. Shit. Why, he was just like. Fuck, fuck the establishment. I'm doing this. This dude woke up with a plan. <laughs> he chose his violence. His plan was to end your relationship <laughs> as soon as possible. Yeah. Uh, it's just rude. Could you imagine him unwrapping that? It's so uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. I can't, actually. I've never. No. I mean, there's got this kid has something wrong with him to where he can't process. <laughs> Or Other distinguish, people's feelings. yeah, narcissism, narcissism. Is I don't even know. That's why would you do that? <laughs> just like it's causing problems. I hope your dad uh, stone cold stunned him immediately. What does that mean? Is that a term? Yeah. Is that like a wrestling thing? Stone cold Steve Austin, stone cold stunner. So what is what was his move? Like what was his technique? I mean, he would kick him in the stomach. And then put their head right here. Uh-huh. I mean, it's all fake. That You try to do that in a real fight, and that would be like, okay, well, why would you do that? Why do we fake? Like, if you're going to fight, just fight. I Listen, don't get it. It's just still real it. to me. <laughs> Our fam Christmas, family Christmas, is cursed. If we, if we all bring a significant. significant other, we all break up within two months. So no significant others allowed. Unless you want to break up, and then you bring them. So it just... It works out in your favor. Do you think maybe it's just your family? 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that's it is a lot of pressure. That's like the sealing the deal. Like you're part of the family now, or it's like this guy sucks. Get him out. I don't ever remember Weeding having a significant other for Christmas. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're the other first, than the last. Other than the last. Other year. than me. Yeah. yeah. You're the first I've ever brought home. So yeah. So first and last. If someone gets on a knee. Yeah, you better get to it. <laughs> my ex told his entire family my mom's cooking is bad. It's not, and I left the table. People. Some people are just choosing violence. <laughs> Yeah, that scene from New Jersey Housewives when she said like, 19 times and she flips the table over. That would be not familiar. Hmm, don't lie. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. I don't even know. Uh, well, it was a classic. You should look it up. Yeah. We need why are we doing this at holidays? Let's try to just keep the peace. We're just trying to get through. The holidays are a stressful time. We're giving him obesity cups. Yeah. We're we're doing the most. Talking about Ant's tits. <laughs> Seems like those people who are doing things like this, they they don't they deviate. What is the word? Don't give a fuck. I couldn't. I tried to abbreviate it, but it didn't work out. <laughs> I D G A. It's DGAF, I think. Yeah. It gaff. DGAF. Whatever. You don't give a fuck. Essentially, <clears throat> that's all we got. Do you have any like holiday fiascos that you've had? No. I mean, I. Has any of your siblings ever brought anyone horrible over for the holidays? Oh, I'm just Ashley. <laughs> I'm just kidding, <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> just your sister in law. <laughs> yeah, my sister in law is awesome. I'm just kidding. Um, no, I mean, I not not that I can remember. I mean, I really didn't pay attention much um, to who my I siblings dated. Yeah, I don't really. Hmm. No, I would was you just not, go play football in the yard? I feel like that would be your vibe. Uh, when I was little, not during Christmas, but Thanksgiving, played in a couple turkey bowls, <laughs> broke broke some hearts, broke some ankles. Whose hearts? Girls. Oh my god! They keep bringing up girls. <laughs> The only holiday that is bringing up for me is this one time my mom had like a actual mental breakdown. She did she does too much. She like wants to make everything perfect, which we all appreciate. And she's a very good cook and like wants to make everything great. And she did the whole meal. And then she got frustrated because she, we didn't help with any of it. We were just because she just likes to also be in control. So she doesn't necessarily want help. So she puts the, pushed us away and then got mad because we weren't helping. So it was a whole thing. And then by the end of the day, she was just like so exhausted that she had like, I've never seen her blow up like this. Like she's, you've met her. She's the kindest person ever and very sweet and doesn't get angry. She got pissed. Like her head was on fire. She lost her mind screaming at all of us. And then we helped. And then we all go sit on the couch later and we were randomly watching like a Family Guy episode that was Christmas themed. And in the exa- in that episode, the exact same thing happened to – what's the mom in that? Lois. Lo- Lois had a freak out. She like tore down the Christmas tree. She got really big in cartoon form because they were just representing that she was like getting going crazy. All of us just sat there in silence because we didn't want to acknowledge the fact that it was just like a little representation of what just happened to the family. And my mom was like, ah, that was me. <laughs> So then we got to laugh about it. But yeah, well, we always refer back to that Christmas as the one where mom, mom lost control. And that's okay. It is. Holidays are a stressful time. So, st- you know, rest up. Don't give your family obesity mugs. It's just not nice. And enjoy yourselves. I want to end it on this. What is a holiday tradition that your family has that we want to include in our planning of holidays when we start having kids and things like that. A more recent tradition. Uh, <coughs> my grandma likes to have Thanksgiving in September. Yeah. It's or, lit. Was it in September? Yeah, it was September. Yeah. She was like, I just want to be outside for Thanksgiving and I want to enjoy the weather. 
And which I obviously I love it because yeah. it's what's not to love. It's Thanksgiving in September. You get a sneak peek at what's to come. It's like the previews before a really <laughs> good movie. Previews, yeah. yeah. Um, plus it takes a little bit of the burden away from us on like being able to see everyone on the holidays. That is so stressful is splitting it up between all the different families when yeah. you get older. Cause you want to have like a special moment with everyone, but then it's really, really hard when it's only one day of the year. Some, some couples even do set holidays. So they just do them separately just because it's like, it's too much work to try and get to everyone We're we're kind of flip flopping holidays. So like we're spending this Christmas with my family where last Christmas we didn't do that. Um, my parents are just coming up for this one cause they have not met his family. And I, we think that might be a good time for them to do that. Maybe that'll be a new tradition. Thanksgiving together. Maybe. We'll see how this week is. Yeah. We'll ne- maybe <laughs> never want to do it again. It's going to be fun. I think the, the holiday tradition my mom always has, you ever seen the crackers? They're like they're like cardboard things that you buy like TJ Maxx, but they have like, you can pull them apart with another family member. And inside there's uh, like- Those a, are called graham crackers? No. <laughs> they're literally called crackers, like holiday crackers. And you pull them apart and then inside there's like a paper crown- and a little trinket. My mom gets them every Christmas. They're probably from like the 1920s. These things are old. Um, but she always has them. And they're really fun because everyone sits around the Christmas table wearing paper crowns looking like absolute idiots. But it's cute. It's a cute little tradition. I like it. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Me too. What are you thankful for right now in this time of the year? I don't know. My my family's healthy. Um I'm thankful that our parents are going to be able to meet finally because mm-hmm. um, I think they're really going to get along. Like our our moms are pretty similar. Um, I'm thankful for Dixie, obviously, even though she's absolute, she's an absolute terror right now. I'm not she, sure. It's getting close to mealtime. Ten minutes. Um, yeah. I'm thankful for you and our health. Mm-hmm. And We've had a good almost two years together. It's been great. Yeah, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful like for all the things that you just said. And I'm thankful for anyone that's listened to this and supported me and us. Um, I'm thankful for you listening and for getting this far. And I just hope that you guys have the best holidays, um, tons of fun, and continue sharing your stories like you do because it's awesome. And that's all we have. Um, have a great rest of your week. Have a great holiday. Happy Thanksgiving if you're celebrating. And yeah. Share this episode with your friends because we love ya. See ya. Bye, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. That is it for me today, you guys. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. Before you go, make sure that you rate, review, and follow as well as subscribe so you never miss an episode. And one thing you can share in the meantime, this podcast, obviously. Send it to a friend who needs some inspiration or give us some love on social media and tag us at something to share podcast on Instagram. And I'll see you next Wednesday.